Hello, this is uh, the podcast for Fleet Die Hard, an independent view from an independent supporter of all things happening inside and outside my favourite football club, Fleet United, as I'm sure you know. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, it's been a little while since I've done the last one. The few, two or three games have gone by since then. So I'm going to just touch briefly on on each of them. There's not an awful lot to say today, to be honest. Um, there's, there's not a lot of stuff coming out of the club. But... Um, Let's uh, let, let's just try and take a little look. So the last game I think that I that that I I talked about was uh, we we just lost to Hampton and Richmond Borough, um, which is interesting because that's where we're going to end up at the end of this podcast. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, um, so the next game on from that was Car Shalton. Uh, we we played Car Shalton in the FA Cup. So this little period of time, there's been a lot of FA Cup action around. Uh, I wasn't there at that game, so I can't really say an awful lot about it. And the reason I wasn't there is because it was my son's wedding, um, which was on the 17th. So the, eight, the 18th was, was my son's wedding. Um, Josh, Josh Peck, I'm sure you all know who Josh is. You've probably seen him around the ground with me or on his own or with with his girlfriend as she was, now his wife. Um, or you've probably seen him on away games. He gets he, he sort of goes home and away where he, whenever he can, when he's not working. Uh, and, yeah, it was Josh's wedding. What a great day that was. Just going to diverge slightly away from the football, but there will be a theme on this, by the way. Um, it was a fantastic day. Um Seeing my son marry his uh, his beautiful bride Alice, and uh, there was lots of banter on the day about football because Alice and her family are staunch Wimbledon supporters. Wimbledon, I better point out AFC Wimbledon supporters, not MK Dons, because she gets quite touchy if I say she's an MK Don supporter. But uh, I know it's a it's AFC Wimbledon, um, and it was good to see. Uh, in fact, Alice's dad, who I did his suits for him for the wedding, I did my son's suit and uh, for the for the for the groom, the best man, the bride's brother, the bride's dad, etc. Um, but the, so Alice's dad had a uh, his suit specially made, and it was in blue with the yellow trim, yellow lining, um, so that he was wearing. Wimbledon colours on the day. But the most interesting part of all this was the cake they had. So they had a, uh, I think it was a three-tier cake. And on the top of the cake, and you may have seen this, I did I did put a photograph of it on my, my Facebook, I think on the Ebsleet page as well, on the unofficial Ebsleet page, of course, not the official one. Um, they had two little figurines of the bride and groom, and the bride was in a... Wimbledon shirt and the groom was in uh, Absolute United shirt. Looked really, really good. A nice little touch to the day as well. Um, so yeah, so that's why uh, that's why I wasn't there for the game. So I can't really say too much about it. I've I made some notes about how we got on and the performance and everything, but without actually seeing it, um, obviously I do appreciate. I'm probably commenting on stuff I didn't see, but uh, the disappointing and worrying part about it, the score we we beat we beat Carl Shalton um two one in the FA Cup was that we went behind again and uh, this time it was to a lower league club 
you know, you've got you've got Carl Shelton in a league in, in leagues below us, and we're we're conceding goals. So that worried me a little bit. We did equalise with a penalty, which um, which was saved initially, and uh, and then Bingham uh, scored scored the rebound. So we we got um, the equaliser there, and then Romain came on five minutes later on the, in, on eighty eight minutes, and he scored the winner. Uh, and that goal was set up by Chapman. And uh, Chapman, at this point, has been voted man of the match for the second game in succession. So well done to uh, to Chapman. Um, and there was debuts for Chris Hay and Kreshnik Krasniki uh, on that match as well. So FA Cup, all looking good. We then went on to play Chippenham in the rearranged fixture uh, on a Tuesday night. It was... And uh, we beat Chippenham 5-2. So we suddenly start banging the goals in, which was great. A good little performance here from Eversley. A uh, hat-trick for Polion. Polion seems to me to be the most settled player at our club at the moment. Um, he looks totally at home and you know seems to be scoring for fun. Really impressed with Polion. There was goals for Cundall and Paxman as well. But again, here comes the moan. We did concede two goals. Uh, why are we, you know, why why are we conceding? We're leaking goals, and that's the problem. Um, so, if there's any area of uh, that we need we need to be working on on the training ground, I would suggest Mr. Kutrieb and the team that we uh, we we do a little bit of work on the on you know defensive defensive play. Um, you know, I've 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 mentioned before about the trying to play it out and getting caught, ball taken off you or giving the ball away when you're so close to the goal. It's going to cost you. There we go, conceded too. But then, anyway, we we won five two, so I'm not going to moan about it too much. If we win five two every game from now to the end of the season, who who care? Who give a toss whether we conceded, uh, you know, two goals or three goals or whatever, providing we're winning. And we did, and we did, and then we went on to the uh, next round of the FA Cup, which was on Saturday just gone. Uh, we were away to Aylesbury, Aylesbury United. Uh, for those of you who weren't there or who didn't know, they currently play in the Southern League Central Division at Step Four. Um, I think they're sitting that they were or are sitting right about twelfth place, and they'd won in the FA Cup. They'd won four games and they scored nineteen goals in the competition already. Having um, they entered at the extra preliminary round stage, they'd beaten Fairford Town two 0 Brimscombe and Thup eight 0 Willand Rovers four one, and Bishop Cleve five one. So we knew that they can score goals. So that you know these 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 were no falls. Conditions for this were absolutely awful. By the way, it was um, if, if those of you that weren't there, it it literally rained torrential rain from way before the game started to the end of the game, and possibly more. Or you know, by the time we'd left, it was probably it's probably still raining now. If I'm honest, it was so bad. Um, but we beat Ellsbury 1-0, which was great. Um, 
I didn't think we looked particularly uh, impressive. I thought we looked comfortable. I thought we played well. We we definitely didn't at any stage of the game look like losing. Um, we you know we were quite comfortable in possession. We we played some nice little football as much as the weather would allow us to. Again, if I have to put a negative twist on this anywhere, I'm going to say it was that we we we've, we've done. The, I've moaned about this before, so this is nothing new. We play well from you know the midfield from the back, creating it from the back, getting it into midfield, getting it down the wings or creating a chance and getting it into the box, and then there's nothing. That last third of the pitch, for whatever reason, we 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 just don't or we weren't um, penetrating. You know, um, I've said before we need to take our chances. Maybe have a shot from outside the goal when they're not expecting it, which brings me nicely to the substitute that we brought on, who was making his debut for the day, Kieran uh, Kieran Monlui. Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, he came off from the bench and he scored a, a screamer from uh, from outside the box with his right foot, I think it was, past the keeper into the, into the net. Um, yeah, very. he'll be very happy with that because he will sort of um, stake his claim to say you want to be playing me and picking me. And that's what we want, isn't it? We want, we want a team. We want, it's all right having a squad of 24, but you don't want 10 of that 24 being happy to sit on the bench and get paid the money and maybe get loaned out or whatever. We want 24 players that are all hungry to be first team selections on every every match game. You know, if you've got that in the competition, inside the club, that's going to make you a better team, isn't it? If you've got, you know, if you've got somebody that comes, comes, makes his debut, scores a goal, makes an absolute name for himself... I don't know about you, but if I'm that player, next next game we play, I'm going to be knocking on the manager's door saying, uh, I take it, I'm playing. How can you not play me? Am I right or am I wrong? I think I'm right. Um, yeah, but Aylesbury <coughs> played well. Um, their keeper uh, was, was quite surprising because uh, when we... Uh, I was stood behind the goal, their goal of the first half and... Uh, their, their keeper was uh, quite short, quite round, carrying a little bit of weight around the tummy. And, you know, you look at him and you think, oh, stretch this goalkeeper a little bit, forgive the pun, and we could get quite a few goals here. But do you know what? He pulled off a couple of great little saves. Um, and that just goes to prove, doesn't it, that you don't have to be you know, a physical specimen. You don't have to be built like Nathan Ashmore or Peter Crouch, long and lanky, or anything like that to be to be a good goalkeeper. Uh, you just have to be aware. You have, which he he obviously was, you know, aware, tactically aware of where the ball's going to be coming and that, and, and getting himself in position to save them. And and yeah, he was he was very good. Um, all in all, it was a good day out. Um, absolutely love uh, an away day. Uh, I think I enjoy the away days more than I do home matches for some reason. I think it's the I've said this before. I think it's the whole um, getting up in the morning, meeting your friends, and in the cafe and having a bit of breakfast before you get on the coach. A little bit of banter on the coach, 
and uh, and then get into the ground um, for a few beers or to a pub. We didn't get to a pub this time. We did, we did get to the ground, um, and it was as I said, the weather was awful, so we couldn't wait to get inside the bar and have a few, have a couple of drinks, which is what we did. Uh, and I have to say, their their bar for you know for a tiny little club. From where we are, you know, look at Ebsley as a setup, and then look at look at look at Aylesbury. You you'd know what I mean. Very small little club. I think the attendance on the day was only three hundred and twelve, something like that. You know, we we were a fair percentage of those to the ground as well. So you, you give you an idea of the of the club. What a great little well, not, I wouldn't say little bar. What a great big bar. Uh, they're a lovely bar. Um, stage at one end. Nice bar across the other end. Very good queuing system in place. Uh, it was very friendly in there. And uh, I, I, I don't know. It's, I always wonder why we go to a lot of away grounds that you know they don't have very much in the way of facilities compared to to us. Yet they do tend to have a much better bar than us. I'm talking obviously about our plough-end bar, not the. Uh, not the Prawn Sandwich Brigade bar upstairs. Um, so, yeah, I just wonder why that is, because, I mean, that, they obviously had that bang on. It, looked, it was really nice. And a nice little touch, and a special mention. You, If you follow me on Twitter, you'll know about this um, anyway. Hats off congrats, uh, to what a legend, Lee Martin. Uh, we were, we're queuing up to get a drink. I turned around, Lee Martin standing behind me in his uh, in his uh, track tracksuit, so his red kit, and uh, started having a little bit of a chat with him. Not very much. He was trying to get a, a bottle of water because they didn't have any water, so he had to get his own. He had to get his own water. Why the club don't supply water? By the way, I know this started a couple of seasons ago, and I know it's cutbacks, but come on, guys. We're supposed to be a fully professional football team and we're not supplying our own players with water. Damien, please sort this out. Because that just cannot be right, can it? But anyway, he was in the bar to get a bottle of water and uh, one of the people I was with, Macca, I'm sure you all know Brian, uh, he sort of jumped the queue and went straight to the bar and he just said, yeah, you ain't got a queue up for that, mate, we'll get this for you. We got him a bottle of water. And how about this for a nice touch? What an absolute legend. Lee Martin insisted on putting some money on the bar for fleet supporters to have a drink. Um, he put £40 on the bar. And I just thought that was totally, totally unexpected and a real nice surprise. And just great for, for, for fanning, you know, a nice little bit of fan engagement for... Uh, those who were there and got a free drink out of it, I'd like to say to Lee Martin if he listens to this, and I know he doesn't, because I think only about 50 people listen to this. Um, but if he does, or any fleet players or any fleet management, please pass on my thanks on behalf of all of us who got a free drink um, on Saturday on on Lee Martin's uh, very kind gesture. Really well appreciated. What a nice... Maybe you could set a trend. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Maybe you could set a trend where 
every game, a different player comes into the bar pre-match, sticks some money behind the bar, get the fans a drink. Maybe um, have a you know stop for five minutes or so, have a little chat with some of the some of the, some of the uh, fans. Great way to get to know, get get put faces to names and get to know your your players and the players get to know some of the fans. Or better still, Mr Irvine, why don't you pop down to the uh, player in bar and stick a one behind the bar for everybody? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Can you imagine your popularity going through the roof then, mate? Anyway, there we go. So, as I said, it was a great day out, a loving, loving away day. Uh, and we now go on to Slough on Saturday. That's our next game, away to Slough. I shall be going to that one because I'm not working, so uh, another away day to look forward to. So I'm looking forward to that. Slough are sitting 18th in the National League South. Um, I think they've played six and they've only won one, if I remember rightly. I'm doing this completely from memory. Um, So on paper, we should be able to deal with them quite comfortably. Although, you know, football, as Jimmy Greaves said, it's a funny old game. And uh, any, anything can happen. It could be a banana skin, but let's hope not. Um, let's hope we can uh, come back there with three points. Uh, <clears throat> yesterday, of course, we had the draw for the FA Cup for the next round, for the fourth qualifying round. And if you listen to it, it was on TalkSport 2, live draw. You'll know that we were the first out of the hat in the southern section of the draw. And we've been drawn at home to... Team I mentioned at the very beginning, Hampton and Richmond Borough. So that's going to be an interesting uh, match, isn't it? Um, we had a player sent off and we lost. We've got a point to prove. It is on our turf now rather than their turf. Uh, it'd be nice to see us stick three or four past them just to prove that their win was a bit of a fluke and we are the better team, as we know, because we are absolutely. And uh, and it'd be nice if we can get onto a nice little cup run. I don't know what you guys think, but I know there are people that say, no, no, not interested in trophies and cups. We just want to get consolidation in the league or we want to get promotion. Totally understand that. Ultimately, we want to we get promotion and we want to win leagues and we want to get up into the football league. But, um, you know, that's a long way off yet. And so is winning an FA Cup much further away. However, for those of you old enough to remember the away day at uh, Villa Park when we had that good cup run, what a great day out that was. I'd like to repeat that again. Could you imagine if we, 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 we were fortunate enough, you know, if we win on, if we beat um, Hampton and Richmond Borough on the 16th, we go into the pot for the EFL teams start coming in, some of the bigger teams. And imagine if we get past that round and we start getting the Premier League clubs. Could you imagine if we got an Arsenal or a Tottenham or a Liverpool or a Man City or a Man United or someone like that or a Liverpool? Could you just imagine the day out? If we did get one of them, it would obviously be a uh, 
be an away game, even if we were drawn at home, because it would make financially more sense for us to uh, to take to take the away draw. However, there is an argument, isn't there, that if you got them at home, they would they'd feel less comfortable than you would. But uh, it'd be great, you know. Can you imagine getting someone like Tottenham and going to their their new stadium? I think we took twenty five thousand people when we played uh, in the FA Trophy final at Wembley. Well, I'm sure we could do that again on an FA Cup run, couldn't we? And make some memories, make a name for ourselves. I love it. But anyway, that's a long way off yet. Who knows what uh, what the future holds? So <clears throat> that meant that draw means that we we the Maidstone game which was going to be on the 16th, has had to be postponed. So that's going to be rescheduled. So I imagine that will be a Tuesday nighter, which is a little bit disappointing because that was a big game in itself. Um, whether it's at Stonebridge Road or whether it's at uh, the Gallagher Stadium, that would have been, you know, the, the games against Maidstone and Dartford this season and any season for us are big, big games because they're our local rivals. So it's a pity if it is going to be moved to a Tuesday night because obviously it does have an effect of those who can make it and those that are working late or or whatever. But hey-ho, that's what it is. Um, that's it. I haven't really got anything else to say. There's not a lot more coming out from, from the ground. Rest assured, if there's more coming out from the club and I hear about it and I have an opinion, I will stick it on a podcast for you all to listen to and laugh at me or agree with me or disagree with me or do whatever you like so i hope you've liked this podcast folks as i always say please like it please subscribe please share it on your um twitters social media facebook's whatever it is and uh onwards and upwards take care folks i'm out of here up the fleet <laughs>